you, yes, the independent agent, are on the same level as call centers, according to CMS. Welcome to the Medicare Marketing and Sales Podcast, offering mediocre Medicare advice to insurance agents. I'm your host, Mike Katorna, and CMS released a FAQ about call recordings. And if you haven't seen it, it's been all over the internet. Maybe you haven't seen it. I'm going to put a link to the report on medicarepodcast.net under podcast resources. But I'm going to cover a couple of key points about this memo, as well as the best practices memo that went out. Let me look here. October 19th. So we're going to talk about two CMS reports. Both will be linked on medicarepodcast.net. Now it comes to call recording. It is... Is it now a requirement for an agent to record calls with enrollees, even if that, excuse me, even calls that are outside the scope of the chain of enrollment? And CMS says, da, 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 yes, a plan must ensure that all calls between a TPMO, that's third-party marketing organization, i.e. call centers, i.e. agencies and agents, captive agents, brokers, anyone Basically, that doesn't enrollment is considered a third-party marketing organization. Make sure that TPMO and, and beneficiary are recorded. So CMS has said, you know what? We're not going to overcorrect a little. We're just swinging for the fences. And any call you get inbound or outbound needs to be recorded. So is that convenient? No, of course not. Yeah, for a call center that has an inventory structure and does nothing but phone calls, they have the technology and the ability to record all these calls. As an independent agent, maybe a one-person show that's working out their car and homes and everywhere else is inconvenient. No, it's not at all. But here's a kicker. CMS looked at that. And reading again from that FAQ report, many smaller agents, brokers, do not have the infrastructure to record conversations, placing them at a severe disadvantage. What flexibility is there for small agents brokers to adhere to this regulation? And CMS says, oh, silly person. CMS is treating all agents and brokers the same. Yeah, because you know what? Same thing, right? Smaller agents and brokers are not exempt from any call, any requirement based on size. CMS does not believe it is appropriate or even possible for the purpose of applying regulatory requirements to distinguish between independent agents who work for a large call center versus those agents who do not, as many of these independent agents are associated with an FMO, which may employ hundreds of thousands of agents. Well, one, yeah, it's appropriate to say that independent agents are affiliated with FMOs, and the challenge is why FMOs are affiliated with call centers. So CMS is going, well, if you're part of an FMO, you must be part of it. But what if you're direct contracted, right? What if you skip over the FMO chain of command and you do a direct contract with a carrier? Doesn't matter. You're still a third-party marketing organization and they don't care. And to further, uh, they said that in these FMOs have contracts with both clearinghouses, lead generations, as well as independent agents. So FMOs have not helped our cause. But I will say a lot of FMOs have come out and said, look, we're going to provide you with call recording software and some capacity to help you with this. So they're all adjusting accordingly as they should. And that's what they're paid to do is to help the agents and agencies 
excel at selling insurance. So kudos to FMOs for stepping up and saying, hey, we're, we understand that this is part of the requirement. We were hoping that they would distinguish between independent agents and call centers, but they didn't, so we're providing a solution. So is it an FMO's fault for this? No, it's not. This is all CMS. And I, I spoke, was speaking tongue-in-cheek about FMOs. If you know my history, I worked for one for over eight years. They do a, Many of them do great jobs, and they were just thrown under the bus like everybody else. So don't knock your FMO or anyone else. This is 100% CMS. Could CMS have a separate classification for someone that works in the call center versus someone that's more of a field agent? Of course they could. Why don't they? Well, that would require more work, and that would require common sense. And that has no business on the CMS side, according to these regulations, in my humble opinion. I'm sure CMS is going to listen to this and go, this SOB is dogging us? Yeah, I am, because I've been in the field, and there's a huge difference between buying something on the phone and buying something in person. And we should not, should not classify it as the same thing. But what does CMS care? They don't. They're just overcorrecting a situation that, in my opinion, needed correcting. But on the other side, the call centers were driving the complaints, not the independent agents. Yes. Do we have bad independent independent agents out there? Sure. Just like any other field. Do we have bad congressional people? Yep. Bad senators. We have people, bad people in every single industry there is. But you don't punish everyone on the actions of a few unless you just have no idea what you're really doing, which CMS is proving they do not. Because, yeah, this is absolutely ridiculous if you ask me, but again, you know, I have no control over what's happening here. And the other side of it is, you know, there's, they said, reading again from this report or FAQ, uh, we have received multiple questions from agents who want to know what they should do when the beneficiary is refusing to have the call recorded but still wants to enroll in our plan. Are there exceptions for the call recording requirements if the beneficiary refuses to be recorded? CMS said no. Basically, screw that beneficiary. They can't enroll now. So, yeah, what's up with that, CMS? So someone doesn't want to be recorded, and you're saying, tough, you have to be recorded if you want to do an over-the-phone enrollment, which, again, is absolutely ridiculous in my opinion. So CMS is on the side of the beneficiary until it's, it's inconvenient to address these rules and then screw them, right? That's what we say. Sorry to be a little harsh on this one, but I just think CMS is correcting ridiculously. God bless them for trying, but swing and a miss. Now, again, I'm going to re attach this report. I'm assuming a lot of agents, at least a lot of agents I've communicated with have the same attitude I do where it's not that hard to distinguish between a call center agent and an independent agent. But again, CMS says, nah, we're not that smart. So let's go ahead and cruise over to the CMS side about enforcing rules. And this one, I will retract what I said in CMS, good for you for at least attempting to put the hammer down. Now, one of the things about the TV ads is there is a file and use clause that basically states that if you file a an advertisement or a marketing piece or something and you followed our guidelines to do it once you file it within five days you could use it until we tell you otherwise so it's kind of like hey we followed your guidelines we know you're busy we're going to use it until you tell us otherwise so a lot of these tv recording or tv ads have done that well cms has said look 
we can't do that anymore. When you file in use, you have to wait until we say it's 100% good to go, and then you could run with it. Now, during AEP, it's a little more loose, but good for CMS for stepping up and saying, look, you can't just file in use anymore. You have to get it 100% done. The other thing they're saying is, look, carriers are in charge of enforcement of the rules because CMS isn't that big. You know, CMS is not a, this huge conglomerate as part of the government, they, and they've got a lot on their plate. To give to retract a little bit from what I said about compliance, I'm going to err on the side of the CMS now, hoping that they will stand by these words that they're spewing out and say, good for you for putting it out there. I hope you enforce it. That CMS recommends that organizations and sponsors immediately implement the following requirements and best practices during AEP. Then sure beneficiaries know how to file a marking complaint with 1-800-MEDICARE. Yeah, because if they've been done wrong, you should file a complaint so some corrective action can be done. Immediately review all allegations raised by any source against an agent or broker. Now, this one's interesting to me because it says immediately review any allegation, all allegations, awesome, raised by any source. Because I know personally, I've called CMS on agents that have been you know, doing things wrong for clients. And they're just like, yeah, great. Thanks for calling. Have a nice day. Nothing. So hopefully that when you call a carrier, when you find a, an agent that's doing it wrong, that you can report them and they'll actually be looked at now. Now, the other side is, well, what if an agent is just mad at me and reports me? Great. You should have nothing to worry about then, right? If you're doing everything by the book, you should be doing it. And will agents not do things by the book? Of course they will. It's It's inevitable. Just like it's illegal to rob a bank, and yet we saw bank robberies. It's illegal speed, and yet I am guarantee everyone listening, including myself, have sped on a road before. So, yeah, it's a matter of, you know, are you being malicious about it? Or are you just happen to do it and it wasn't an, an egregious act? Take all necessary and appropriate action to address inappropriate agent behavior. This is a good one, too. You know, we wanted to see the bad agents taken out of the field so the call complaints could be reduced so some of these some of these rules maybe lighten up for the brokers and agents that are doing it properly so we're not bound by bad agents that's the goal that's what happened with the a scope of appointment right it used to be 48 hours then became beginning of the appointment because they saw that there were improvements so hopefully we're going to go down the right path with these suggestions and hopefully cms will stand behind what they're saying and enforce it you know, there are other things too, reviewing upstreams uh, with complaints, ensure all marketing materials are good there, ensure that agents and brokers are reviewing the required pre-enrollment checklist, et cetera, et cetera. So hopefully CMS is coming around saying, look, we're going to enforce all the complaints we've been getting uh, and make sure that they're addressed properly. So I hope that's the case. But again, I will say from the carrier aspect, for carriers doing Medicare Advantage and Part D plans, I'm sure there's somewhat of a conundrum there where you have a call center that's killing it. They got 1,000 enrollments a month, right, for this one carrier. And so, then you know, the carrier is like, yes, we've got some massive enrollments from this one identity. They're doing a great job. But they get a couple of complaints there. So what do you do? Do you, How hard do you penalize your top producing ident identity and that's a challenge. And hopefully they're going to go in there and 
not penalize the whole identity because you can't fault the entire place for the actions of a few unless you're seeing it across the board. Because it's inevitable that there's a bad agent somewhere in a call center that's trying to, trying to push people through for a commission. I get that. It's going to happen. But is it habitual? Is it a lot of people or just a few outliers? And that's what CMS needs to really hammer down with the FMOs and the carriers saying, look, if you find a call center that's doing it all wrong, let us know. If you find a couple of people doing it wrong, let us know so we could discipline them, we could do corrective actions, and maybe kick them out if needed. So what say you on all this? Well, hopefully that you realize that, yes, this sucks. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It does suck for independent agents that we're being penalized by a call center for doing it wrong. And CMS is saying, we're just going to penalize everybody. And that's okay. So side note real quick. And I had a good friend of mine who's a compliance guru tell me this. The reason for the oversight and the overreach from CMS is because some of these 800 numbers weren't actually agents. They were, you know, they were calling uh, these numbers and they were getting people that were unlicensed on the phone just to gather information, generate a lead. So CMS realized that and said, look, we got to overreach to make sure we get everybody. And unfortunately, we were part of that overreach. That makes sense. I still say they could have done it better, but and hopefully in the subsequent years, it does improve. But unfortunately, right now, it is what it is, and you have to follow the rules. So download these, take a look, talk to your upline, You know, see what kind of best practices they offer, some tools, resources, ideas that they have, because that's what they're there for. Those FMOs, and there are a lot of phenomenal FMOs that are doing it right and will help you do it right as well because they view you as a partnership, not just an income source. So talk to them, find out what they suggest, uh, talk to them, you know, have a dialogue with them about the best way to go about your business and let them help you and do the same with your carriers as well. So again, download these reports at medicarepodcast.net under the podcast resources and I appreciate you for listening. So for now, go out there, have fun, make money, impeccable service, and good luck with compliance.